You're a different man. I'm a different man. A married man. I'm married now, bro. We went public. Oh, man. How's we that like? We went public like the NASDAQ. That's what happens when you're married. You have to bring up the soup. Oh man! Small wedding on the beach. Miami, on the beach. Party of three. Had a had a crazy little flower thing. Got some wicked photos for Instagram. Mm. Um, yeah, bro. Nothing like a good tax write-off. A married man. Well, taxes. The thing is, when you're when you're this rich, taxes don't. It doesn't really affect anything. Oh. It. it yeah, cause you're. All, I was in the top tax bracket by myself, and then with me and her, I'm in the top tax tax bracket already. So it's like you can't really get higher mm. um so yeah. yeah when you're there you're there now you just gotta yeah. fill holes and voids with yeah Mary man my boy man feels good i feel i feel like i completed my full story arc it's really cool because i'm 28 years old now i feel like the timing was perfect right made a million at, at 24 party my fucking face off smashed a bunch of women traveled the world partied had my like phase right like that wolf of wall street fucking Justin Bieber, just dirty dog phase, you know? Um, so I had my phase, I did that thing, and then from there I, I uh, found a wife, got married, settled down. Got your Haley Baldwin. I got that fucking, I got that like, that complete story arc. Cause I would hate to, to not have the first part. Cause now it's like you got married, but then like, I think people end up, marriages end up falling because, oh, you didn't get it out of the way. Now you're stressed out. Right. Mm -hmm. But now that I got it out, I'm never going to be like, well, what if, and, and vice versa. If someone goes and fucks around their entire life and never gets married, they're going to be like, what if I would have gotten married? What I have, what I have found happiness. I had both already. So it's like now at this point, I'm, I'm cool. I get to build. I'm in a, I'm in a great place, bro. Yeah, yeah. I think you, you went through all of the phases the right way. Yeah. Because um, when, when you're in that, what would they would consider the douchebag phase? Fuck boy when phase. You're, when you're in your fuck boy phase and you're going through it, you didn't, you didn't look at it like, all right, well, I'm just gonna get all this out of my system and then I'll decide to settle down in the future. It was like, well, that's what you were feeling like at that particular moment. You didn't really care too much about what was, you know, going on down the line. And yeah. Ultimately, when you made it through, it was like, ah, oh, well, this was cool, but. Yeah, I don't think it's that sustainable. Let me go get off the yeah. market. Well, I think you just feel lonely at some point. Right. There's like, there's, cause there's, there's loneliness, physical loneliness. I think as a guy, if you're alone, you're not getting pussy. You're lonely physically, mm -hmm. right? But then there's emotional loneliness where it's like you could have people that talk to you and like be with girls, but then you still feel some sort of like loneliness. There's a yearning. You feel alone even when you're not alone. Right, right. And I think that that's what marriage and stuff fulfills. And also I think I've, in my older age, of 28. Am I, <laughs> Older at, age at 28. At 28. Uh, you start to like think about like, man, what kind of life do I want? Right. And as a man of God, you got to be like, you know what? I, I want to get married. I want to have a wife. I want to have kids. I want to do all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And there's no way you're going to do that if you're just partying your fucking face off. So. Right. Because at one point you're going to have to look back. You don't want to be that like a Ric Flair per se. You don't want to yeah. be that 74 year old dude. I saw Ric Flair. Didn't Ric Flair say something like he slept with like 
Yeah, 20,000. No, 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 maybe 40,000 women. That's, fuck, that's cap, bro. Yeah, because the ain't thing no is, way. It, I, can't say, I can't say there's no way depending on how you do it. Because like let's, with let's Will Chamberlain per se, right? Because okay. for one, the math is crazy, but you got to like consider what best sort of metric I can use, Magic Johnson in the 80s, right? Yeah. You go to all of these sex parties, you go to all these sort of group orgy sort of situations. Once you've, what do up? you consider... A body. a body because Fair. upon insert and exit if that would be considered a body and you're like at a 60 person orgy and there's 37 women and you're sliming like six, yeah yeah like you just bam well, you, you go from one insert math, yeah? all right i'm humping here then i'm going the other way i'm humping there pelvic thrust when in different flair, sort of directions like so he's so how old yeah rick flair right now is probably about 74 when well, he retired when he flair. first had it was 50 57 in rick 2008 so that was 15 years ago. So he's about probably about 72, 73 years old. We need to we need to get a David on the David. Can you look up Ric Flair's body count? <laughs> yeah. So I think he said he he said it oh, had said 10, to be 000. more than okay, 10, he said 10,000. So that's half of what Will Chamberlain and, and now had said. He's 70. You say 74 years old. Yeah, 70, 72, 73. He said this in. 2018, 19, I believe. 17. 17. So there he was. So he this was. He six had to years be about ago. 68. 68. Maybe about years like six, old. 68. Yeah. When do you think he lost virginity? Oh, Ric Flair? Uh, probably. He probably lost in his teenage years. So 16? Yeah, you probably around that 52 time. 52 years, 10,000 women. Right. So uh, 365 days, so that's 19,000 days about. Yep. So that's got to be a woman every... Two. Two days. Every two days. Since he was 16. Right. And the thing is, for him, he didn't start to reach his height until um, late 20s early 30s and the positive for him is when he did reach his height of pro wrestling because they consider him like the world the greatest of all time now granted you know it's a different it's not like boxing or whatever the case is but because it's like soap opera for men yeah and at the time they did have a very large following of women who wanted to be like with the wrestler so if you looked at like during the 80s he could have easily been able to yeah, pull multiple does, women per does, night this like 10 20 girls a night that that would cover him for like 20 days right so right. i could see the ten thousand number makes more sense then yeah yeah but but it the, the only issue is that he runs into when he was pushing towards 50 in the um entering the 2000s yeah. the appeal is completely different because a lot of times when people throw out numbers like that everybody thinks he's sleeping with like all tens or whatever that's not the case i promise you there's you, some yeah, cans you get, in there you get a you get a little like you know yeah, you got, there's like some placenta there, looking there, human beings <laughs> So there's, there's that the, thing. It's like, yo, yo, uh, two, two, five, still a ten type of thing. Right, right. Because I remember I saw a clip of uh, um, John Cena on Howard Stern. He was talking yeah. about how he slept with a two hundred and eighty pound woman, and then um, Howard Stern was joking, like, "Oh, so you slept with this with this big woman?" He's like, "Yeah, you know," and I and I made I, I enjoyed it. And then he kind of went into detail briefly about how they were. Um, somebody came over. She had came and greeted him. She was a fan of the product or whatever. And the boys in the locker room were joking, like, "I bet you would," and "I bet you would." So he's like, "All right, I'll take the challenge, and I bet you I'm gonna enjoy it too." I think it's not as bad when you're John Cena because you got 280. You're John yeah, Cena. He's, you, he's, he's, got, yeah, he, he's there. But then I think it's like one of those situations where for like Ric Flair, Will Chamber, the people who got that number at that point, it's like, um, uh, what, what was it saying? It don't You don't want to um, wake up at 10. Oh, yeah. You can leave the club at 10 with a uh, no, leave the club at two with a 10. But you wake up at 10 with a two. So that's kind of the situation that I, I think they had it. going no, I get on. It. I, yeah, 
I think there, there's a big thing to be said about like, cause like I said, one of my boys, he was gonna go have a threesome with these girls, but they were not pretty. But I was mm -hmm. like, listen, and he told me this, and I was like, you kind of right. He's like two five, still a ten. I'm like, I get it, I get it. I would just prefer one ten over two five. Right, because ultimately down the line, you're gonna look back like, man, you know, cause if you were to line up everybody you ever slept with, yeah, would you feel comfortable now presenting that to the public? Oh, cause hell you yeah. could definitely hell look at yeah, it like, bro. oh man, I got some good ones over here. I can make this. Come on now. But if you could like compartmentalize and choose between, like, oh, I yeah. would present this one right here. I got these, these, these. Let's row up lane number six. We'll just put that up out there. But mm -hmm. if you had the entire product, if you've been sleeping with like ten thousand, ain't some no Kobe way. numbers in my my boy, I was on some shit. Yeah, a lot of a lot of times they got some people over there who got high body counts. Well, all right, if you yeah, could produce the ladies now, now, if you produce them at the time in which you slept, with, that's one thing. But if you were to go like at the now, let's say you're like a 46 year old retired, yeah. you know, whore. At that point, you don't produce everybody you don't slept with at the time. Now, it's not yeah. going to look very good. I think it's all about. I think I, I again, I like quality. Right. I think there's right. no fun in like saying you slept with a hoe because everyone has. Exactly. It's the exactly. same thing as, like, there's no there's no fun in saying, like, hey, you're rich if everyone is. Mm -hmm. So it has to be, like, it sounds fucked up, and I'm not I'm not in any way, I don't mean this in the wrong way, but, like, con it's like a conquest. If anyone can conquer this land, why, why do you want it? Yeah. Everyone's conquered that. But if it's, like, something that, like, oh, it's you and solely you, bro. Yeah. So yeah. I think, I think, yeah. Anyway, that's so funny. We're talking about marriage, and now we're like, yeah, body count. Right, right. <laughs> 10,000 women. Wild. Take the ring off. Get back in the game. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I'm done, bro. This is not a Michael Jordan situation where uh, I, I, I take a year off and, I'm, and I come back to basketball. You know, about a fax I'm back to the whole game. It's not, it's not going to go down. I'm back. Blast my email list. Open up my DMs. <laughs> Forget my wife, although we're public on Instagram. No, yeah, no, we're, we're good, bro. I'm, I'm happy with this. I think it's like there's peace that comes with it. Because mm -hmm. now you never think about, like, anything. You think about, hey, I'm going to build my business. I'm going to work. I'm going to do this thing. Right. And it's cool because it's, it's what I've been searching for. Because people always, when they are trying to work, they're like, I, I try to work, but I keep getting distracted. Right. Get fucking married. Get married. You're you're good, bro. And look at all these successful people like Jeff Bezos. Yeah, the vast Musk, majority are married. married. Yeah. Now, granted, you do have a yeah, high yeah, level of divorce. Of them, yeah. But uh, all of them, and, Bill yeah, Gates, right, Jeff Bezos, right. Oh, Musk, but, yeah. but I think they have different sort of agreements because it seems like once they get a divorce, they damn near get right back into a one of the parties get married like within twelve months, whatever they the case is. Like swapping. And, right. And then more often, more often than not, they kind of have agreements between them to where they can kind of have an open marriage, but. By Behind the scenes that nobody Once would know. Once you have like that much money, it, you, it, I feel like people not? get into weird shit. Right, right. You get you're into because like, what else? What else is gonna go? Of course, you're gonna have hedonistic sort of situation. Show me the consistent billionaires who's on monogamous relationships or whatever the case is. It's, yeah, it's not gonna happen. You're gonna have like Elon Musk has what ten children or whatever. Yeah, Bill Gates wild. probably was sleeping with some tech nerd he or was, something well, like he that. He was like sleeping with his ex his ex-girlfriend while he was mm -hmm. with his wife. It's dirty, but it's weird. Yeah, it's all over the place. Yeah. It's all over. I, I wouldn't be surprised. But when you have that kind of money, of course, you know. But mo I mean, most look, successful Jay -Z, people. Yeah, yeah Jay-Z, you know, uh, everybody would say, why would you cheat on me? Well, you know, it's going to happen. happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. I, I, yeah, like I said, I, I think it's good. I also think it's good because with these tech billionaires, I think the reason they do it also is because they don't get it out their system early right, enough. Right, right. Because you look at any of these guys, Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, mm -hmm. like they look real dorky, bro. Yeah. You go back into the, when before they made money, they look real dorky. And then like afterwards, they almost did, did what I did but flipped. 
Mm-hmm. They got married because they were really dorky. So yeah. like, let me focus on this business shit. Yeah. Made a bunch of money. And like, all right, now let me get some bitches. Right. Well, at least in Jay Z, kind of got to take him out of that uh, of that group because yeah, he, he was in the yeah, streets, Jay-Z so it was a little already, bit different. Yeah. Because yeah, when you you out there in the streets, you're, you're gonna have them hoes. Um, I, I never seen somebody who was making that kind of money in the streets and had no hoes. Imagine you just you, you a dealer out there. You can't get women, but you can get money. That's interesting. We talked about this. Women like that drug dealer personality. They bro. do. They, they do. Like that like they, they like that danger. They an like archetype risk. of women. An archetype of women. They like that risk. But yeah, yeah, that that is true. But you know, now now you're a married man. Um, it makes me wonder when you did go public on Instagram. Uh, enough is official until your Instagram official. For sure. So once you went public, what did the DMs look like? I kept it under wraps for a long time, and then we went public. What do you mean the DMs like? Like, cause you know how they they say when you announce like you have a girl or whatever, yeah. then you flood in with DMs. But then when you announce, hey, I'm off the market, I'm hanging up my jersey, I'm getting married, makes me wonder if it's a different response than when you went public with your relationship. Yeah, it's it's weird because I feel like my my girl scares other women away. Mm. It's it's like one of these things where it's like. Uh, Typically, a girl wouldn't give a fuck. If I married like a random girl, they wouldn't give a fuck. But because my girl has so many followers, it scares women away because they don't want to look stupid. Social proof. It, yeah, well, it's like one of the, or they or they follow her. Right, right, like, right. Like if you look at the comments of that post, she has like fucking twelve hundred comments on hers. It's all, every single Instagram girl on the planet because right. they all are connected in some mm-hmm. sort of way. So I think because of that, my girl scares away other women. Because typically, let's say I would have married a girl. That had 2,000 followers. And I don't think that stuff is important when it comes to marrying someone. But let's say I married a girl with 2,000 followers. Another woman could look at that and be like, oh, she's lame. I could take her man. Mm-hmm. Right? So I'm going to DM him because who cares? But when it's like when they click the tag and they see it's my girl, then it's like, oh, she's prettier than me. Or like they feel intimidated. So like I think it scares other women away and like it makes them not want to try because then they're going to just look stupid because they're DMing me and I'm with my girl. Why would I respond to them? Right. And do you think it could also be because, well, this would probably fall under intimidation. Well, so here's, a, here's another a good example, right? Like, let's say you mm-hmm. see a girl with a man. Man's ugly. Right. Obese. Loser. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I could take that. Now you see a, a girl and she's posting with fucking Drake. She's with Drake. Maybe not even Drake. Maybe just like a, a buff dude. Rich. Drives a Lamborghini. You're not going to be like, oh, let me DM her. Cause you know what's gonna happen. Like you know she's yeah, not gonna. Yeah, because more often than not, you know you can't compete with that guy. So, so I think with your girl, a lot of yeah. women they'd probably look at it like, oh, can I really compete with her? Probably yeah. situation. Because my DMs were, were jumping early on into the relationship, or like right. into like just in general. Because just because I had built a good like social and I have a, a majority female audience, let me read some of these. I have. Uh, the screenshots from them, but it's so funny because they were just like. Oh, when they had responded to um, yeah. you getting married. Yeah, and it's like no, no. This is this is just in general because I would like screenshot when people would DM me because mm-hmm. I wanted to make a YouTube video about like reading my DMs. I think I did. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Makes so, sense. So, literally, girls would just slide in, and they would just say shit like like, "Hey, Renee, how's it going? I'm blank name." And then this is a girl with like eight hundred thousand followers. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't look know at what the citizenship. Is. Okay. Where is this? Look at that. So it's like, so you're gonna make an OnlyFans? Like they were wild. And when do I start my job as your wife? Damn. Yeah, they shoot and these shot. are like these are like women that were like clouded yeah, up. Yeah, they got okay, some following and everything. Long. Okay. Yeah, this was an essay. Someone wrote me an essay. You know the drill. Yeah, they were interested in 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 becoming Mrs. Lacotte. And then now it's like I get none. Mm. Dry. 
Sahara Desert. Do you ever think down the line this could be something that affects you? You go from being, you know, incredibly nah. desired to now you're only desired by one person. Nah, because I, I, it's now it's like now it's like secretive. Right. We were talking about this with my girl too. I was like, I have really good self awareness, and if I can look in the mirror, I'm like, yo, I got abs. I'm still rich. I'm still funny. The personality is the one thing that doesn't go away. Mm -hmm. I can be like, yeah, I'm still that guy. I think at the end of the day, it boils down to like, because confidence doesn't come from like nowhere. It comes from some from self-awareness almost. Some guys are just crazy confident, bold. I don't know. I don't think I'm like that because I was really shy, insecure yeah. at some points. But yeah. then I started making some money. Mm -hmm. I got in shape. I started realizing like, yo, there's nothing. I, like I'm that guy. Yeah. So I think I think the confidence comes from from accomplishments and like stuff you have. Like here's the thing. If if you you're in great shape, you make some money. I think it helps with your confidence a little bit. Would you, you think, let's say you get real fat and you lose all your money, not what never gonna happen. Would you be as, as confident? Oh, uh, it, I would like to say yes, but then no, because I think for us, you needed the verifiable evidence to back up the confidence. Exactly. So because that's the case, if I were to now become, you know, the unchiseled Adonis, I become my brother, right? If I now become the unchiseled Adonis. Brother caught a stray. He caught a stray. He, he is rather he large, you know? He ain't, I mean, if they were shooing, he wouldn't be hard to miss. But, you know, oh uh, hey, I love you, Jude. But um, basically, you know, um, with, with if I were to now become uh, very out of shape or whatever, and then yeah. I'm not as funny or whatever, I'd be very difficult to, you know, walk in the world with confidence because I had that confidence because right. I could back it up. If you're somebody who's just incredibly bold, like you said, you just wake up in the morning and you got that energy, but you have nothing to back that up. Although you internally can feel like, man, I'm the guy. If you have nothing to prove or you have nothing that you, you can show verifiable evidence, you can't pull mm -hmm. up no receipts. Yeah. Not only can nobody else probably take you seriously, it's going to be very difficult for you to do it for yeah. a long period of time. Well, there was a saying, the difference between confidence and arrogance is results. Right. The difference right. between confidence and arrogance is results. So you take a look, Michael Jordan. If I walk up to a basketball court, I'm talking all this shit. Great example, Dylan Brooks is a great example. Yeah. We're gonna yeah. get NBA here. Dylan Brooks, he's talking all this shit. Mm -hmm. Plays like trash. People make fun of him. He's a joke now. It's, it's almost like arrogant. It's a joke. Michael Jordan could say everything, the same exact things Dylan Brooks said, but because he's Michael Jordan, People are like, oh, yeah, he, they fear him. Yeah, and the, the context of it all, because with Dylan Brooks to the average person, oh, my God, he could destroy anybody. Yeah. But Dylan Brooks amongst his peers, oh, no, you're, you're just an ordinary, regular person. So it's, it's funny how context plays such a large role, because you'll be sitting there and you'll look at somebody like, well, you know, you may talk this particular way, but you don't have this verifiable evidence in your craft exactly. to be able to back that up exactly so, so if i if so to bring this back around if i was a large individual i was i was ra rather elephantine elephantine uh, um, I, I would not be able to walk around with the same confidence i'd be losing my mind yeah i'd be losing my mind so that's 100 percent what it is so i think for me i'm very self-aware if i ever saw myself getting out of shape and doing that stuff and also like i think that confidence prevents you from being scared like i always get these messages like aren't you scared she's using you for money she's gonna leave you blah 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 people always say that like aren't you scared of this i have no fear because i know who i am mm -hmm. it would be dumb for her to ever leave me because like what i like it sounds weird but like you like i i have enough to to get attention from anywhere right you know in the same way that people i think people being scared is it's 
their insecurities comes from the fact that they don't know what they have to offer. Yes. And I think so, that's the, that's the biggest, well, you go, we, we fix it to get deep here. That's yeah. the biggest um, thing because I understand why one would have that fear of man, you know, uh, they could take everything. Like you could have a Tyrese situation yeah. to where you just wake up one night and then shorty gone yeah. and talk about, well, I want to move on. And you've been influenced by your friends. But if you know, you are the best possible option that this person has. And moreover, you take care of everything. More often than not, you won't find yourself in a position like that. That's like a, I think that's an anomaly. Although mm -hmm. it's, it, the, the, the rates are so high amongst divorce and everything of that nature, but there's usually times at which things can lead to yeah. that particular point. But more often than not, if you know you're that dude, you know that you're taking care of everything that you have to take care of. And moreover, you can recover if it happens, because of course you'll be devastated. Right. It'll, it'll absolutely suck. But you know who you are. All right, well, you know, here's a severance package. You, you wanted to, you know, put on a facade of why you were really here. Mm -hmm. And then you ultimately ended up playing me. All right, it hurts, but I'll always bounce back. Yeah. So yeah. as long as you have that kind of personality, you'll always win in the end. It may suck when you go through it because I can't tell you how many 100%. people I've, I, I've seen who've reached out to me, whether it's been amongst my fallen, who's gone through some terrible fucking divorces mm -hmm. with some people who just took them for everything that they had. Yeah. But they have in their mind, like, you know what? It sucked while I was going through it, but I'm still alive. I still have an opportunity. I can bounce back from this. And they'll get the last laugh because that person whose heart isn't genuine, they came in with ul ulterior motives, then fuck them. At the end of it, they're not going to be able to sustain where they're at because they just lived their entire life being leeches and vultures. 100%. So that's the way I see it. It's like if you're not, if you're very secure and comfortable with yourself, and mm -hmm. that security comes from results. Like I said, I'm rich. I'm in good shape. Um... I know kind of where I stand in the in the totem pole of society, right? Because there's I saw a study. It's like uh, the percentage of men that have a six pack and make over seventy thousand dollars a year is one point five percent. Really? How the hell did? See, I love these statistics. So now, now imagine like what percentage of men have a six pack and make over five hundred thousand dollars a year, half a million dollars a year? Mm -hmm. None. And I love how the six pack zero, has zero, made its zero, way 1%. in there. And then, and then no, because that's kind of what. what yeah. Yeah, because that, that, when I was a kid, that was one of the things that I would always use as like the barometer of, all right, well, then how many people have a six-pack? Like I was in junior high, high school, although in the grand scheme of things, people would say it doesn't really matter until you realize how bad people's health are mm -hmm. as they continue. So not only do you have financial you know, gain, is your physical in the right position? Because although you don't need a, a six-pack to be healthy, but it's verifiable evidence that this motherfucker is grinding. Yeah, you, sure. you could say, oh, well, you know, this person person's genetics keep them in shape show me a 250 pound person who doesn't go to the gym eats like well, a motherfucker who walking yeah. around with six pack it, it's just not it sustainable it's like, like a six pack it's like yes genetics could help in the same way that right. oh uh, family money could help someone become rich right but at the end of the day it doesn't really matter if someone really works hard it might be mm -hmm. easier for some others it might be easier for others but for the most part Six pack is a verifiable way that this yeah, motherfucker gets yeah, that work. Yeah, he the works exception out, he doesn't beat the rule. The and moment that yeah. you see it, you know it's it's verifiable, yeah, right? And I'm not talking about scrawny. If they have a six pack and they're under 130 pounds, yeah, mm. yeah, it, but, it, but like, it comes it comes uh, pre-installed. Exactly, exactly. But like, if they have a six pack and you can snap their arms, it doesn't count. Mm -hmm. But six pack is super verifiable. And again. Money's verifiable. There's a, something that I saw, a female delusion calculator. Oh, I've seen a lot of those clips. It might have been from a, um, Fresh and Fit. Female Fresh and Fit. delusion calculator. With the cat and, bags. <laughs> uh, but this is, and it's fucked up, but 
It is a little bit true because I think it gives you a good idea of like self-awareness and, and where you're at. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, motherfucker. Did it disappear? Oh, you had it already um, on the tab? No, no, no. Uh, I don't know if, that was, if the female delusion calculator was actually the name or if the website got sold or something. But mm. yeah, if you go. Google female delusion calculator, and literally, you could pick like the age, mm -hmm. the the race, the minimum height, the minimum income, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I think that's a great way of like building your confidence. Because here's the thing: if you're not in the top ten percent, you got some work to do. Yep. But it's good because you at least you know where you're at. You're like, right. you know what? All right, I got some work to do. I maybe shouldn't be this confident yet. It's like this insecurity I'm feeling. Maybe it's founded in actual reason, right? But if you're in the top one percent of anything. Why would you be insecure about anything? Why would I be insecure about any woman ever leaving me? Mm -hmm. I could sleep peacefully at night knowing that like my wife will never leave me, that women will always want me because I'm in the top 1% of, if I put statistics in America, in the world, because America is essentially the world. So it's like that gives me peace at night because I'm like, listen, you're not going to find nobody like me. Right. So I think that's what that's how guys should look at it. Because here's the thing. I think a lot of people look at like personality, like, but my personality, every motherfucker got a personality, yeah. bro. Everybody does. Somebody could be lame to one, but you could be amazing That's to another. You just got to go and yeah. unlock Personality it. is the prerequisite. That's the right. one you don't have to work for. Right. You can kind of work for it by like getting experiences and like becoming cultured, becoming funny. But it's the easiest one to have. You got to have the other two. It's like almost a prerequisite if you want to be someone that feels, feels secure in your relationship. Right. And you, you become desired. I think that can get you the leverage that and you And it makes need. you feel, yeah. And also it makes you feel good. I can't tell you like, how much being desired does for your confidence. <gasps> like me, me being able to say stupid shit and make a fool of myself comes from the fact that like, I don't really care. It doesn't matter what I do. I know where I, I stand, you know? Yeah, you have to earn that right. Because yeah. if, you, if you're in a position where, you know, you're, you're, you're kind of trying to make ends meet and everything of that nature and you try to be kind of aloof, it doesn't work as well. Yeah, because it's like, okay, this is why you're broke. Type right, of right, right. It gives you that leverage so you could at least move through life and navigate through life the way you want to. Well, it's like one of those things where, you know how people say, when a girl asks you a question, depending on, you could say the same thing, but depending on how much money you have, it, it uh, calculates different in their head. So if a girl says like, oh, what do you do? And you say something along the lines of like, oh, I'm a G. I, like, I'm a G, I'm a boss, mm -hmm. right? And you're broke? They're kind of like, but you're, you drive a Honda Civic, what do you mean? Mm. Right? I'm not saying that's Ooh, the barometer. Straight the Honda yeah, Civic. it's like weird. But it's like, if you're like, I'm a boss, and you're, and you're rich, and you have this expensive restaurant, she's like, oh my God, you're so dumb. Like, what do you actually do? What, like, tell me, right? There's, there's almost like mysteriousness to it. And like, okay, he's just lying. Because I'll always downplay, what do you do? I'm like, I don't know, I just do some internet stuff. If you say it when you're broke, oh, I, I do some internet stuff. She's like, what do you do? But if you're rich, it's like, oh, the mystique is there. You know, so I think depending on like what you have, it, there's no like script to what to tell women. I hate these pickup artists because they're like, you should tell women this. But it's like, bro, just get rich. Because then no matter what you say. You know, that makes me wonder. Pickup artists, are they still in, in, in circulation? Like 10 years ago on, on YouTube, they were going ham. They were going crazy. But now I don't know if they're still, you know, pulling the same numbers that they're pulling. Like, who gives a shit about pickup artists? I think it's because people now? look at these pickup artists now and they look at, like, I don't know, like a, a Dan Bozarian or like an Andrew Tate. And they're like, I'd much rather just do this. This looks way easier. Because mm -hmm. think about it, and it goes the same for you. Uh, you go on a date with a girl, really expensive restaurant, and she's like, oh, what do you do? Or no, you go on a date with a girl, McDonald's. What do you do? Oh, I'm a YouTuber. She's kind of like, oh, 
Okay, but like you go to a really expensive restaurant, I'm a YouTuber, that instantly becomes like, oh, like, you're, you're a you're success, like it changes from like, oh, you're trying to be a YouTuber, to oh, you're a successful YouTuber. And it could apply to anything. You go on a date with a girl to a, somewhere broke, what do you do? Or you meet a girl on a, on a in, at the, in McDonald's, I don't know, that's the example I always use. I hate hating on McDonald's, because people like McDonald's, but let's say you meet a girl at McDonald's, and she's like, oh, what do you do? I'm a rapper. And you're like, oh, okay. But now you meet a girl on a yacht, what do you do? I'm a rapper. She's like, oh, really? Like, let me see your songs. It just changes the whole dynamic. But well, yeah, on the surface the context, level, definitely does. The context changes the entire dynamic. But then also how you present yourself in the moment. Because let's just say if you were to flip it, you could be the person who looks rich in McDonald's and you say, well, you're a rapper or whatever. I think you could get the same result as a person who's on the yacht. But if you now look broke in the McDonald's, it doesn't work. If you look rich, or, or I should say, if you look broke on the yacht, although you're on the yacht, it may not be sustainable. I think, I think I it flips. No, nah, I don't think so. I think so. it flips. I think being on the yacht just changes it regardless. Well, no, being could, on the could, yacht, you have to work to get there, yes. But, so, like, even if you look broke, because I go on yachts, I'm wearing a fucking tank. So I'm, I mm -hmm. look super broke. Bro. But then that's where changes. the confidence level, I guess, comes in as well, because how, how do you how do you approach? I guess Fair. it works, because there's a lot of people who I've seen um, just in real field research, just observing. You just yeah. see somebody who goes up there, they think, all right, well, you know, I'm in the ambiance, I'm in but the I location. Think, I think guys are getting it, though. Mm -hmm. I think guys are getting it, though. I, I yeah. I, I don't know how this became a relationship episode, right, but like, right. it was one of those things. Like, as a married man, I can tell you from fucking experience, right? Like, I can tell you from doing all of this stuff myself, I can speak from experience now. So, I don't know. And it feels better to talk about it now that I'm married because it doesn't apply to me no more. I'm not like giving away no game that I'm gonna use in the future. Right. Because so. there's a lot of dudes that's struggling out there, you know? Just, just, what was the percentage? It was 30%, you know, either virgins or haven't had sex it's in a year. It's three times higher than it was Yeah, like, long Yeah, it's time crazy. Ago. And then you, you, you see how much dudes are alone, you know, just out there struggling, can't seem to get women. Not even just for, like, the douchebag reasons, but actually have that companionship. Because I, I couldn't fathom what it's like, you know, go home or you wake up every single morning, you go to work, you come back, and it's just a void of emptiness, and you can't seem to figure out how to go find the um that that companionship that you so desperately desire yeah. so you end up going online and you know you're searching different ways maybe you go deep into the red pill maybe you start to build a bit of uh, um anger towards towards women or whatever the case yeah. is you just got to go out there and just try stuff you know yeah and then uh, as time develops and whether you get things out of your system whether you go and you find another companion or whatever the case is you start to I identify with what love really is at that point now you get out of that happier. void yeah when you got that love in your life you right. just become a much happier person yeah it, it really it really is a beautiful thing because it gives you that security and when you know somebody got your back. When you know somebody loves you. Right. When you don't feel alone in the world. Yeah, but then the, the, the tough thing in all of Loneliness that is. Loneliness is the real pandemic. You got to go, yo, yeah. But you got to go through all of the bullshit to make it there. A lot of people just think they can make a quick transition from, well, I'm lonely, and then bam, I found love. But there's a lot of work in between. It's and the that's the portion journey, that throws bro. people off. It's the hero's journey. You look at like any sort of like superhero movie yeah it's like they have to go through like some sort of hero's journey look, look at batman i watched batman the other day because i watch these movies for inspiration uh all three of them all three. Oh, so all you watched the uh, um christian bale one the first the first two i haven't seen that i didn't watch the bane i've seen the bane one but i didn't watch it yeah. around this time around. okay but okay i watched the first one because i needed that origin story yeah right and he went through that trauma parents yep. died he went to go train with ninjas mm -hmm. and then he fucking burned this ninja village down escaped 
And then there was one scene where like he's talking about like he wakes up at three o'clock in the afternoon because he was fighting crime all night. First thing he does, he stands up, drops down, just starts doing push-ups. Mm-hmm. I'm like that. See, like that's the hero's journey. Your parents, ha- your parents don't have to die, but like in a, <laughs> metaphorically, right? metaphorically, your parents have to die, and you have to train with ninjas in the mountains to become the fucking man. You know, so like that's the way I see it. It's like the hero's journey. So people, like I said, loneliness is the real pandemic. And the only way to escape this pandemic is not by wearing a mask. It's not by getting a vaccine. You know what the real vaccine is? The hero's journey. Mm, That's a bar. That's a bar sponsored by Kim 8. Kim 8, bro. That's crazy that they just, it's wild that like celebrities can just put their name on anything and then make money. That Kim made that has her her pussy juice in there. Yeah, it does. A lot of vaginal yeast. Um, I would give a live review, but I'm not sure if I should do it. Fuck it. I'm going to do it. Yeah, do it. Whatever. Yeah. Tasting some leftover Reggie Bush in there. Um, Definitely some, some yeah, some, 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 some bush some for bush. sure, some bush. Um, there's a little bit of Miles Austin okay. that's um, up in there as well. You got some Chris Humphreys in there? Just a little bit, about um, 72 flavors of um, Chris Humphreys. Definitely some a, uh, uh, Ray J. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. There's a lot of Kanye in there, too. I, I, was, I finished mine, a lot of Kanye in there. Oh, yeah, I think I'm starting to, like, I'm getting erratic. Getting I think erratic? there's a some, some, some Kanye in there as well. I can taste the um, I can taste the yeast, the cervix <laughs> area, a little bit of fallopian tube. I like the oh, design. Go. It looks like it's a chewed placenta or something like that that's on the front. <laughs> so that's nice. It, um, it's literally the tubes after all of those uh, those dudes in there. Right, and she was in the news for um, partnering. The Skims became the official underwear of the NBA, I WNBA, and I, um, I think there was one other. Was it NHL? No, I don't I saw, think it was NHL. It. it was a tweet. It was like. Kyle Lowry and some skim is about to break the internet. Oh, my God. Yeah, the, 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 <laughs> sus, the sus community is going crazy. Dwight Howard. But, you know, uh, with, oh my God. with um the the uh with her, I find it very interesting. Like you said, celebrities can just slap their name on stuff. Bam. And then, bam. You know, because she she is, you know, a, a billionaire. And funny enough, randomly, um the other day, I was searching, like, yo, who has the highest following on Instagram? Um, outside of the Instagram account, then Cristiano Ronaldo, I believe, is number one. But when you you look at the top 15, I think Kardashians four Kardashians. of the Kardashian sisters are in there. Yeah. And I'm like, man, you talk about influence. The, these girls are going to get to half a, well, half a billion followers on IG probably within the next three years or so. And that yeah. is, you talk about influencer, that is incredible. Well, that, that's, we were talking about it earlier. She is the original influencer. Mm. And the fact that she could slap her name on some lemonade, sell it, make some money doing it is wild. Yeah, and you know what's funny? Because before her, who was um, the uh, Paris Hilton? Oh, yeah. Paris Hilton was, was um, Debbie, yeah, who I think, although they do attribute it to her, invented the selfie at that, you know, walking around with flip phones and taking yeah. photos or whatever the case is. And Kim took her spot as the number one. Well, she took it to the next level. Yeah, she took it to a whole other level. And although... The, it, the uprooting, or I should say the, the beginning, the uprising of the entire empire was built off the back of a sex tape. My God, can I freaking admire their business acumen. We talked about this a lot. They, they've mastered the art of turning attention into dollars. Right. Because we live in a world right. where attention equals dollars. Yeah. And say what you want about the way she did it. The fact that they've built a massive empire is still crazy. We were looking at a so thing. I was looking at jets the other day. I can't afford a jet yet, but I like to look at things because I'm like, okay, how much do I need to make in order to get this? Mm-hmm. Right, regardless of how far it is. But we were looking at jets, 
and we were looking at celebrities that have jets. I'm like, okay, which celebrities have jets? Sure enough, Kim Kardashian just got a jet. Yep, Kim Shit Air. Is, shit is fucking more expensive than Jeff Bezos's. It's more expensive than Elon Musk's. Mm -hmm. uh, massive, custom, pimped out. Like, she got this crazy jet, and I'm like, okay, that's fire. Yeah, they live a different life. I remember there was a, a story that had came out a couple of years ago where um, Kylie Jenner, uh, there's traffic, bad traffic in L.A. It's like, yeah, do I want to drive 40 minutes to drive? No, fuck that. Let's fire up the jet to go three minutes to go to a location. That crazy. is a flex that, my God, well, I wish yeah. I could have. But the, then the money is just, the oh. crazy. The craziest part about all that is they have a good way of, like, keeping your eyes. So, like, I, I don't like the Kardashians. I think mm -hmm. it's, like, mind cancer. Mm -hmm. Personally, I respect what they do right. behind the scenes. I know what they're doing business-wise. I see yeah. it. Yeah. But, like, what the way they're presenting it and feeding it to people, it's fucking with this, like, oh, my God, so today, like, I need to go to this skim shoot. It's what the, like, this is not what business is. They're feeding you a false perception of what business is. Mm -hmm. And it makes women, like, I want to be like Kim Kardashian. I'm going to go to this skim shoot and make $10 million. It's like, that's not how it works. There's someone yeah. building the business on the back end of that, yep. Kim is just the face attached to it. You're mm -hmm. not going to be the face of that unless you already are famous. Right. So uh, I know what they do behind the scenes, and I respect it. The way they present it to the, the audience, it feels kind of like yeah. dodgy. Yeah, that's the genjutsu, yeah, the my, illusion. My girl was here glued to the screen watching uh, Keeping Up With The Kardashians, and I hear it. I'm working, and I hear it in the background, and every single fucking thing is like, so we're doing Paris Fashion Week this week, and we're going to do this, and Kylie needs to do this, and it's like, bruh. This, what the fuck is going yeah, on here? It's a this false is... perception. And it's funny because a lot of people, and then we could close with this, but a lot of people, they don't recognize the individuals who are at that stage. It's a completely different game for them than it is for somebody who's just starting. Because yeah. I can't tell you how many people, especially now with like the, the hustlers community that's on Instagram, where people think, well, I could just build that image immediately straight out of the gate, come from nowhere. The amount of of people who think that you can go from zero to that high level of fame overnight, it takes so long to make it to that point. Kim Kardashian in 2007 couldn't have pulled off what Kim Kardashian and the has done now in 2023. Is the, the game they play now is way different. Mm -hmm. You know, the game they play now, and they own that entire space. If anyone tries to replicate it, it's just a knockoff. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Kim Kardashian. Exactly. So it doesn't hit the same. Like, she can do it because it's her thing. Mm -hmm. She's created her own lane. You cannot be in her lane. She'll crush you. Why would they go for the knockoff Kim Kardashian when they can get the main one, the real one? Yeah. So she's created her lane, and that's kind of what makes it work for her and their whole, like, family. But outside of that, it's, it's hard. Yeah. 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 I guess my last question, something we could end it on. You're Kim Kardashian. You're not Kim Kardashian, but let's say you were. <laughs> I like black men. <laughs> and one white dude. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, that is true. What makes her choose to have the baby with Kanye? Because she has all these, like, athletes. It's good genes. Athletes, good genes. Mm -hmm. Right? Basketball players, tall. Football players, fast, strong, agile. Uh, <laughs> Kanye West, creative. He's none of those things. He's not tall, strong, fast, or agile, but he's very creative. So as a woman, what do you think women like more? Are they going to go and have a baby with a creative dude? Or mm -hmm. are they going to take these fucking genetics gifted from God. Because her having babies with Kanye confirmed my thought process that they would much rather have a genius, entrepreneur, billionaire type than they would like a six foot five fucking basketball player. Mm. I think for her, it's like the, it, it was kind of, 
what we see now where people just, I want to have my fun and then I'll ultimately settle down after. Yeah. Although there is no settling for Kanye. I think at that point, when she got with Kanye, it was coming out of the divorce or maybe even in the midst of well, the thing no, with I Chris think, Humphrey. But I also think but that... I would say um, the reasoning is probably of everybody who she was with. Kanye probably upgraded her like nobody else. Yeah. When she was with, whether it was... Um, all the other flings in the 2000s were a little bit different, but I think the long-term relationships that was on paper... Reggie Bush going into when she was with um, Humphreys um, and then I, I forget all the other people in the middle but then um, when she got to Kanye and she talks about it where he upgraded her entire wardrobe yeah, she wasn't a fashion icon all her businesses had, even skims is all like Kanye like right, neutral it's colors all, like yeah, Kanye it's all, it's all of his influence or whatever so I think because he was by far the best option that she had and he Still at that stage, because I think everybody who she was with, there was like a level of equivalence. Right. Kanye was so far ahead of her yeah. in status, financials, to, for right. all intents and purposes and everything. And then even with the vision, that was what created it because she felt like I'm a number two. There was no equivalent. Exactly. I think so that's, I think that's like, ultimately I think that's, what it was. Yeah, because you ultimately want she doesn't um, women want to, no, to search even for like somebody who's better. I wouldn't say Kim Kardashian's equivalent to Chris Humphreys because they only found out about him right, through Kim right. Kardashian. It was, even high, it was either equivalent or better. Yeah, like so I think she with Reggie like, Bush at the time in 2009, yeah. in the reality um, like, oh, space, dating, she yeah. was here. Reggie Bush was working his way up, and then they were there. It was somewhat of an equivalency. Because right. I'll never forget, I watched the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 44. They beat the Indianapolis Colts. They interviewed Kim Kardashian. Yeah. I'm watching the thing. They're like, what is she doing? at the?" So the moment that I saw that, I'm like, oh, it's over. They're, they're about to go. Her whole fam is going to go up. But then with Kanye, I think because he was up Already, here yep. and then she was ascending, then I think what ultimately, although with Kanye's erratic and everything of that nature, I think it got to a point where in 2020 she ended up reaching him here. And then Kanye, because of all the outbursts and everything of that nature, slowly started to Ending. Still a musical genius and everything of that nature, but I think it's different. I think, I think it's at different. that level, though, you can't get bigger. Yeah. There's, no, it, there's that, no getting bigger. Right. And this is the interesting thing about it, because now a lot of people are always talking about um, with, like, where does she go from here? Who's the next dude? Where, she can't. I don't think you're going to find somebody who's Any dude she finds, she's going to platform him. Yeah, Unless it's exactly. like fucking Drake or something. Yeah. Any, any dude she dates, he's getting platformed. Mm-hmm. You know? So that that's kind of like the, the issue she's run into. But yeah, man, yeah. crazy, crazy to think about. I think, I think this was a cool little relationship, marriage podcast. I'm a married man again. It's awesome. I'm pretty sure. I, I mean, again, oh stating it again. 